Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us here on this Friday evening. Coming up in just a moment, you're going to hear from some of the organizers from today's Juneteenth celebration that took place here in Fargo. Also, we're going to sit down and chat, chat with some of the police officers that were at the event as well today. So, fantastic conversations. Be sure and stay with us for that. We start with, though, Juneteenth and how freedom is really a beautiful, beautiful thing. Today in 1865, the last slaves were freed in Texas, and that is why today, today's a celebration for freedom for all Americans. Just how, how we can keep moving towards a more perfect union and have equality. We talk a lot about it a lot on this show, equality and justice for all. So before I get to our conversation about today's Juneteenth celebration, I had some breaking news earlier today that I wanna share with you just about how much the previous protests and or riots uh, have cost you and I, the taxpayers of our community, and contrast that with a pretty special event that we had a while ago. You can see here the Fargo event, the, the really one, the one that was exemplary, that was on June 5th, outstanding event that cost you and I, the taxpayers, roughly $105,000 to put on that event at Island Park. Now the May 30th riots, riots cost you and I, the taxpayers, roughly $213,000. And then just to give you some context, some contrast you can see here, remember the Trump rally is at the Shields Arena back in June of 2018? Yeah, that one there, the security cost you and I, the taxpayers, roughly $104,000. And honestly, not even sure on how all that shook out, but you can just see some numbers there for some contrast. All right, today was another very successful event down at Island Park to celebrate, and I love it, to celebrate freedom. There was one moment in the event kind of was interesting. Here's what I want to talk about. So the organizers of today's event did not appreciate Fargo Mayor Tim Mahoney's emergency declaration. We talked about it on last night's show and also the fact that he essentially closed down City Hall today because he said, hey, there was some credible threat. So I share that with you because Mayor Mahoney, um, he showed up today at the event. He had a 17-year-old son with him who by the way, I think it's important for this event. He's also a young black American person. And so Dylan's his name, did a really nice job. They spoke before the event, um, but they also stood up during the beginning of the celebration to make a citywide declaration for Juneteenth for the city of Fargo. So I wanna show with you, share with you just how some people at the event responded to Mayor Mahoney getting up there with his son. And I wanna do this now because you're gonna see in my interview with a couple of the uh, organizers of today's event, I asked them about this incident. So today, uh, here's what happened when Mayor Mahoney stepped up on the stage. Now the mayor to speak. Um, he, yep. he has something to say. <laughs> what he got to say that he ain't said already. Yeah, we done. We done listening to him. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Mayor. We we know this is a tough crowd for you, but you can't. You have to understand what you did yesterday yeah, was it wasn't obnoxious. Yeah, but we're gonna allow you to speak. Thank you. Ah, ah, this is this is our event, so we are gonna have respect. Thank you. Yeah. We could have brought the people. I mean, everybody know who I am, Miss Faith. You need to know her. But he disrespected us when yeah. he declared us. Where did Chief of the Police He disrespected us yesterday. Where did Chief of the Police I'll make it quick. We came by here today to do a proclamation of Juneteenth. We came by because we, as City of Fargo and City of Moorhead, feel that's very important. So whenever you do a proclamation in your city, that's recognizing that something is important to your citizens. We also came by because I've set up a meeting on Wednesday with one Fargo with Black Lives Matter. We are meeting over in the City Hall and are going to discuss the issues that are important to all of you, to all the people in our community. And yes, I do hear you. 
Yes, I do hear what's going on with you. So do my commissioners. We are hearing, we are listening, let's make progress going forward. I won't read the proclamation. I will just give it to Faith because that's a proclamation that states what is going on and what we are celebrating. And another thing it's going to do is, are we going to look at this for a holiday for us as a city for the rest of time forward? in our community and that's what we are going to do we are listening to you we are there for you and we will take this matters further i hear what you're talking about the police i hear what you're talking about black lives matter my son is here dylan he hears as well and he wants us to all make this community better i fight for what's right I fight for making everything equal. I fight to do what is needed to be done. We should be and we will fight till it's oh, over. Oh, thank you, Dylan. Bye-bye. <laughs> so please share your point of view with us on that. I asked a couple of uh, One Fargo leaders about that earlier today, Anna Way and West. Now, I had not seen that clip before the interview you're about to see, I just uh, was sharing with him what I had heard based on what was being reported earlier in the day. So we talked about that and a lot, lot more. It's a fantastic interview with One Fargo's Wes Philome and Anaway Masiak. So Wes, man, just your initial reaction to the day, the turnout, how the day went, what'd you accomplish? Again, just amazing and uh, just showing that the narrative that's trying to be painted out there is just completely false. Well, it's peaceful people, peaceful protests, searching for change and progress. Go ahead. Yeah, basically, um, we proved everything that Mayor Mahoney did, putting the, the state in emergency and we proved him wrong and basically made it seem like he was the one that was fear mongering everyone because, I mean, he was at the last protest where we, it was completely protest and not a grass was touched and not a single garbage was there, but because he doesn't want us to be out here, he wants to silence us. So he did everything in his power to stop this, but you can't stop us. What's missing in the communication that, because there clearly there's no weapons, he says he had evidence to make that declaration and obviously nothing like that happened today. So what do you, what do you think needs to put, put in place in that line of communication? I just think that Mayor Mahoney needs to really start listening and, and kind of see us for who we are and, and avoid such rash decisions that can paint us in such a terrible light. Can you guys appreciate after what happened on the 30th? I know you guys are different than that, but at least appreciate that he's trying to do what he can to protect property and things as well. Um, let me answer that quick. Um, let's appreciate what also happened on June 5th, where the same amount of people came together and peacefully dispersed without anything being broken. The two can't, should be the mutual. They, they, right, they should come together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly what Wes said. And um, to hear the allegations and basically to say that they're credible threats and we're basically in China start a war it, it's it's disheartening because mayor mahoney has sat down with all each and every one of us personally like we've had personal conversation with each other you know so with in that moment we thought it was a moment of actual change and then he was going to hear us but um i guess it just really turned out to be in photo opt at that time so i gotta ask i didn't get a chance to see it all so help me out if i'm missing something but there was a time where it sounded like and josh had said this when we were on the air that uh, Mayor Mahoney and his son, who's a black American, stood up and he was booed off the stage. What happened and why did that happen? So, the people are paying attention. 
all right? They, they, they were paying attention to Mahoney's words and his actions, his, his threatening of holding the leaders liable for anything that might happen, just painting a narrative that we were coming here to destroy when we were coming in peace. And so people heard about those things, they read about those things, and they felt some kind of way about it. And so for Mahoney to just show up today and want to be heard after saying such things and doing such things, um, people were holding him accountable and they weren't accepted of that. Uh, he did the uh, declaration uh, for Juneteenth to be a celebration day. Um, and they applauded and they took that and then when he started trying to you know go beyond that uh, that's when people just they, they weren't having it today was not his stage and they weren't going to allow it okay, you see how I mean you guys have got a lot of people on your side and then the people at home are going to see that optics and go wait a second you're booing our mayor and his black American son like is that going to somewhat damage your guys's brand in any way do you think um, it's, it's honestly, it's what West has said. It's it's the actions and, and the lack of communication thereof leading up to today's, you know. And like we said, we we haven't really had any communication with Mayor Mahoney since that last Monday where we, you know, did question the police department, you know. And we have messages and emails where they have gone red and un unread too, you know. So. To, to sit there and, and do these releases and, and uh, interviews and, and, tour, right. and say that we're the ones that are not no longer trying to communicate with you. And it's like, man, you have not once reached out to us prior to even this event. And so for you to come up, just, just allowing you to even speak up here was like uh, uh, act of an kindness. act of kindness because he did not, he has not reached out to us at all prior to this to this to showing, to up, showing today. up today but he's done multiple different interviews and different so he hasn't reached out to at all no. not no, at all not at all um, so Wes I want to bring something up and I've got a limited amount of time because sure. I got a noon hit but you said something to me yesterday that really jumped out you said Chris notice how they released all the information that morning and then did the media run so media couldn't look at it. I just want you to expand on what you said to me last night. I'm, seriously, and to expand on that, beyond that, if you, uh, and I'll share with you directly our, uh, what we got for the record request initially, uh, it was, they took a phone and took pictures of phones and so timestamps were missing. So we got our, our records request um, fulfilled right as the investigation was released, which was right before they headed out so not only did the media not have time to digest the information but we didn't have time to digest the information to call anything out before they went out and intentionally tried to control the narrative so if you guys had a magic wand I got just a couple minutes left so I want to get to Josh but if you, if you guys had a magic wand what do you want to see happen today and the next I mean from a place of reform what are the top one or two things you want to accomplish um, I want our city officials our legislators to know that we do have a voice in the city. Just because you're up on that that high pedestal and you're you know have this high profile job, you you still work for us. Absolutely. You know you cater to us. You your is your job is to make this neighborhood a safe and, and and a beautiful place for all of us to live. And if we don't feel safe in it, and we are telling you that things need to change, you need to buckle down and do that change instead of silence us. Absolutely, absolutely. And so that's just community reform is what we're looking for. Um, I think a big thing that's lost in this is that uh, Osmondson's uh, admission to racially biased policing. I think that we need to look into the uh, arrest data by demographics of Fargo PD to see if uh, what is being said aligns with what is being done and how we can correct that.
Thanks so much to Wes and Anna Way. Uh, we look forward to having them back on the show. And stay with us coming up. Also had a chance to visit with four Fargo police officers that were at the event today. Want to get their point of view on the Juneteenth celebration and also ask them about, hey, what can our community be doing to help you in these challenging, tumultuous times for our outstanding law enforcement? Please share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. we got much more coming up right after this.